Tracy and you, Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And good morning, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. If you are just joining us, breaking news worldwide impact. Ukraine says Russia has begun its invasion. It's happening right now, folks, as we speak. Several Ukrainian cities are under attack this morning. President Biden has condemned uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin, the actions of Putin, and uh, President Biden is set to speak to the country in just a couple of hours uh, in the morning. A lot is going on as we speak, folks. I'm going to get to some local issues, but uh, for right now, we're dealing with this. And, of course, we're taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Explosions have been heard across Ukraine after uh, Vladimir Putin declares war in announcing a special military uh, action. Now, he said, uh, Mr. Putin, that the action was needed to protect civilians in eastern Ukraine. And that's a claim you may recall that the U.S. had predicted he would falsely make to justify an evasion. And that's where we stand right now. As we speak, Putin uh, did a television address. And as he was doing this address, uh, explosions were being reported across. Across Ukraine at nearly the same moment that Putin made the announcement. Again, President Biden has issued a statement, has issued a uh, statement in which uh, the president says that uh, Putin has uh, chosen a premeditated war that will bring a, uh, a, a very bad loss of life and human suffering, uh, referring to it as a catastrophe. Uh, Russia alone, according to President Biden, is responsible for the death and destruction this attack will bring. President Biden goes on to say that the United States and its allies and partners will respond in a united and decisive way. The world will hold Russia accountable. That's where we stand as of right now, folks. And Putin has also. So the attack started in the capital of Ukraine, but Putin has also warned other countries that any attempt to interfere with the Russian action would lead to consequences they have never seen. That's where we stand as of uh, right now. And this is very much so an ongoing situation. I guess at the end of the day, we were all hoping uh, that diplomacy 
or somehow this would not uh, happen. But indeed, it, it, it is where we stand uh, right now. Let's go. Let's go to the uh, telephones. Let's start with Eileen in Piermont, which is in Rockland County. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Good morning, Dominic. I love you. Oh, thank you. I, I love you, too. You thank you very much, sir. Thank you. I just have one message to Democrats. They are miscarriages that survived. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of tough, Eileen. It's the way I am. I was born in the Bronx, darling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What part of the Bronx? I'm just curious. Tremont Avenue. Oh wow! So we have a lot in common. Boogie down Bronx, baby. Boogie down Bronx. We don't we don't mince mince words. What do you think That's about right. what's happening in uh, in Ukraine? And are you fearful that we will be pulled into this somehow? Very fearful. Very. It's not just inflation. I feel our men and women are going to be sent over. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very worried, Dom. Wow. Very worried. Well, Eileen, I thank you for the call from one Bronx person to another. Let's go to our friend Stan in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan, and what's on your mind? I was going to try to talk to Rita, but she cut off quickly because she had to go off. Let me say this. There was a treaty, the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty, which both the United States and Russia withdrew from in 2019, which forbid the U.S. to place missiles in surprise striking distance of Russia and Russia to place similar missiles within striking distance of NATO. But, but, the United States followed up by placing exactly such missiles in Poland, courtesy of Donald Trump. So, this is true, this is fact. So the U.S. went into overdrive, courtesy of Trump and Biden, opening up the Nord Stream 2 that would have supplied Russian gas. That's the thing is screwed up. This is a problem developed by the United States. But here's the major point. Ukraine is a democratic country. They're not a member of NATO, but they want to be. Any country who wants to be a part of NATO has the right to be. So will we go in? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we will. Well, if they were NATO, we would have started a war. And well, those who say, well, what are he's showing weakness? Malarkey crap. If they're ready for nuclear war, let's – okay, fine. The president has to work within the situation it's in. He's, he's acting cautiously, and uh, Putin's, re- Putin's basic attack saying anybody that interferes will feel that is a threat you cannot ignore. Well, Stan, there's a lot to uh, to deal with there. What you said, what you just said. I thank you for the call, but I do want to say, folks, I do need to move on, Stan. I do want to say that uh, apparently sirens are going off in Ukraine, uh, literally uh, as we speak, uh, and uh, martial law has been uh, declared by uh, by uh, officials in in Ukraine. A very very serious situation uh, that is taking place right now as we are on the air here at Talk Radio 77 WABC. And I, I, I want to get to uh, some, of lo- some of the local issues that we planned on discussing, but right now that's on the uh, back burner as it relates to what's going on worldwide. Let's go to Teddy. Teddy is calling from Yonkers this morning. Good morning, Teddy. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning.
Dominic. Uh, uh, let me just say this. In a time of distress, not only affecting the United States, most likely, but the world, the American people and the politicians, both left and right, Democrat, Independent, and Republican, should be unified in supporting the president, not acting like Trump did by making statements like, oh, okay, so, genius. So, okay. Dominic, you should you should be condemning that type of talk. You should on the air, and I want you to condemn it. And if you don't, Dominic, you lose a lot of credibility in my eye. And I've always liked you and respected you. Okay, so Teddy, wait, take a deep breath. Let me make sure I got this right. Um, there's a situation that is going on uh, as it relates to Ukraine and Russia, and. You want me to condemn Donald Trump? Condemn Donald Trump for the remarks that he made about Putin, that he's a genius. And he said that if he was president, this would never have happened. And the reason why he said that, because Putin had him in his back pocket. And Dominic, let me just say this. What did Trump do internationally? Kim Jong-un, he's still doing nuclear missiles. The trade with China, nothing came of, was accomplished. And Putin is doing everything what he wanted with Trump. He had him, Trump was kissing his behind. <clears throat> and that's what I got to say. But you don't say anything about that, Dominic. You don't say anything about that. And the, my colleagues at the college, they listen to you. They say, what is it with this guy? He's just right. a right winger. He really? supports everything on the right wing. Really? Damn it, but it's wrong. Wow. I support everything on the right wing. Daddy, I, I don't mean to laugh at such a serious matter, but, but I do feel, and I hope your head doesn't explode when I say this, I do feel that when Trump was in office on a worldwide stage, I, I feel that leaders, whether they wanted to or not, worldwide leaders, they respected him. I don't know if it was out of fear. I don't know what it may have been. But the fact of the matter is, I, I don't know if this situation would occur on Donald Trump's watch. I, I That's that's all I can tell you, Teddy. But I do thank you for the call. And um, you want me to condemn uh, President Trump? You know, I I hear you. And, and on issues where I feel that he can be condemned I or, or should be condemned is the more appropriate way to say it. I will be the first one to condemn him. But like, for example, let me just divert to one of the local issues that I planned on discussing this morning Two prosecutors. And this was a big story uh, here in uh, New York up until this um, <clears throat> invasion of Ukraine. And that is, excuse me for a second, folks. And that is, that is two prosecutors leading the investigation into the Trump uh, investigation from the Manhattan DA's office have resigned. And it looks like, and I'm coming back to Ukraine in just a second and the telephone calls, and it looks like, it looks like Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, is leaning towards dropping the case against the Trump organization. Now, I think that's only the right thing to do. 
to be honest with you. Now, hear me out for those of you that as a litmus test, you want me to attack Trump. Hear me out for a second, folks. One, and the investigation from the Manhattan DA is similar to the one that is uh, being done by the state attorney general of New York, Letitia James, into whether or not Mr. Trump with his organization inflated uh, what what his buildings were, were worth uh, in order to do better in terms of the loans, the loans amount. But one, I don't believe, I don't believe you're going to get a criminal conviction against a former U.S. president. That's number one. Number two, you don't have a star witness that is flipped on Trump. That's number two. Number three, the best you're going to get out of this situation is a deposition, which could turn out to be something embarrassing. But what I'm trying to say is that all these investigations, and I'm coming right back to Ukraine in just one second. Uh, Ukraine, if you're just joining us, says Russia has begun its invasion. Bombs have gone off. Sirens are 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 going off. Blasts have been uh, heard in the capital of Ukraine, but it's all political in nature. And so, if if the if the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg is going to drop this investigation into the Trump Organization, they really don't have anything as of right now. So that's just my two cents. And I, I think the facts are on my side. But let's let's stay on the breaking news as of this hour. And we are monitoring this situation. Uh, President Biden is to meet with G7 leaders later today, Thursday, who will impose severe sanctions on Russia. Several cities in Ukraine are under attack this morning. President Biden has condemned President Vladimir Putin of Russia. And President Biden is going to speak to the American people a little later on today. Let's go to Steve in Manhattan. Good morning, Steve. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. All right, Big Diamond. I feel like I'm a New York one. Teddy should go up to Harvard and teach up in Harvard. This is the first thing that people should know. Taiwan and Ukraine have natural resources that make semiconductors. Keep that in mind. When Russia, when Soviet Union broke up in 91, and they said it was Russia, they released all those satellite states. But since 1991, any time Russia has felt threatened in that region of the world, they went, on the, they went on the move. They went on the aggressive. They took it on, I don't want to name all the countries, Chechnya, Georgia, they are very aggressive in their area. They want to be the big dog in that area, folks. And, and if, the, if the Ukrainians want to have any kind of chance in this thing, then their military is going to have to fight them and fight them the way I would say the Chechnyans fought them. And then you'd have any kind of chance. But remember, one of the tactics of the Soviet Union was the countries they took over, they put millions of their Russian ethnics into those countries. That's why you have 10 million ethnic Russians in there who obviously since 70, 80, 90 years – They've mixed with the Ukrainians in that part of the country. So they're loyal, actually loyal to a foreign country, which would be Russia. So the Russians want to be the big dog. But if you want to do anything about it, you've got to be aggressive. The Chechnyans would be the good example, guys. 
Okay, Steve, I, I thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Laura in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Good morning, Laura. How do you see the situation playing out? Oh, Dominic, it looks very bad to me. And thank you for taking the call. Uh, as it stands right now, I can give you a, um, and everybody else listening, only because I followed this pretty, I'm following it closely. Um, it's, it's looking very grim. It looks like the Navy, uh, the Ukrainian Navy, uh, has been destroyed. Um, bombing in uh, Kiev, um, neighborhoods are being hit, um, hundreds, if not thousands, of casualties already. And um, there's uh, activity that's happening near um, Moldova at this point in time, which is not Ukraine, which is also not NATO. So uh, this is where it's looking, and it's a very helpless feeling. Um, I don't know what we should do. What do you feel would be the best step? You know, Laura, that's a question that, unfortunately, I don't have the answer to. The The thing that's on my mind, though, is will the U.S. be pulled into this mess? And I don't know. You know, I think we're all all will be listening carefully. Again, President Biden is to meet with G7 leaders uh, in just a few hours Thursday morning. And we already know that severe sanctions are on the way. I don't know how this ends, what's what's actually yeah. going to happen. What does your heart tell you, Laura? Uh, well, what my heart is telling me right now is uh, if we impose severe sanctions, I think we should uh, definitely expect severe sanctions to be imposed on us. Um, be prepared for uh, for all sorts of cyber attacks. Um, it's not, you know, it's not one-sided. You know, we, we can we can strike back in this way, but I, I don't have a warm and fuzzy about this. Um, it's my understanding that we're trying to secure the safety of the president of Ukraine right now and of, um, you know, the, the leadership there, this particular government. Um, I think that's an important step that we can take, and I'm glad we're taking it. But I don't think this is going to play out well for the world. And if things escalate i think we could get dragged into it i'd like to think it's remote but these days one never knows what's going to happen well laura we thank you for the call and um and uh we appreciate the information again folks if you're just joining us breaking news this morning uh the inevitable unfortunately what uh many of us have been expecting on the world stage explosions have been heard across ukraine this morning after Vladimir Putin declares war and announcing a special military action. Explosions have been heard uh, in at least three cities in Ukraine. Sirens are going off. It is a very, very serious situation. We are going to continue taking your telephone calls. News breaking as of right now, as we speak on a world stage, as it relates to Russia and Ukraine. We're going to be taking more of your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I will be here until the top of the hour at 1 a.m. And of course, coming up at 1 will be Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, and Frank will be monitoring the entire situation all night long. We'll be right back.
WABC. And we are following the situation as it relates to Ukraine. Russia has attacked a number of cities and the capital city in Ukraine uh, have been hit. Uh, uh, martial law is has been declared by uh, uh, Ukraine officials. Information is coming literally, folks, as we speak at 1223 a.m. in the morning. President uh, Biden has slammed uh, Putin of uh, Russia and Biden says the prayers of the entire world are with Ukraine. And uh, a bit of President Biden's statement, the president is going to address the country a little later on today. Uh, President Biden says President Putin has chosen a premeditated war that will bring a catastrophic loss of life and human suffering. Russia alone is responsible for the death and destruction this attack will bring. The president set to meet with G7 leaders later on today and address the country. And uh, President Putin of Russia announced that he had made a decision to carry out a special, quote, military operation in eastern Ukraine. Explosions are being reported across Ukraine, and this happened at nearly the same moment that Putin made the announcement. We are talking to you about this live situation breaking as we speak. I will be with you until the uh, 1 a.m. hour, and that's when Frank Morano will take over the other side of midnight. Frank will have all-night coverage, live coverage of what's going on in Ukraine. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Let's go to Leonardo calling from Essex County, New Jersey. Good morning, Leonardo. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, I just uh, had to uh, rebut uh, uh, Stan and Ted. Uh, you know, it's really not even possible for this to have happened if you had had any strong president like Ronald Reagan or Donald Trump in that position, the disaster in Afghanistan of, you know, running away from a billion, billion dollar uh, Bagram Air Force Base, it's so embarrassing, uh, you know, not to mention Biden's obvious physical uh, and perhaps mental deficiencies uh, falling up the steps. These people are watching this. But Putin is taking advantage for his own country. He's a highly aggressive alpha male. Obviously, when he was KGB, he personally murdered people. And they just sense the blood in the water, the weakness. And, uh, you know, uh, Ted and Stan, maybe, I don't know, you know, they're joined at the hip just wanting to still blame Trump for something that he has nothing to do with. And I was just wondering if they were married to each other. <laughs> well, you know what, Leonardo? Um, I, 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 I agree with you to this degree. I really believe that everything that plays out on the world stage, other leaders are watching. And the disaster that happened at that airport in Afghanistan, you know, and that that was the beginning of right. President Biden's poll numbers going south and staying south. And so, you, you know, we, we're in we're in a we're in a situation now. The world is in a situation where this has started. This has started right. 
and 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 I do thank you for the call, Leonardo. But I think that you were you were accurate uh, in in your assessment. Let's see what Norman in Brooklyn has to say. Good morning, Norman. And again, folks, if you're just joining us, uh, Russia has attacked Ukraine. The invasion has started. Good morning, Norman. Good morning, Dominic. Um, as the son of a Ukrainian Jewish father and a conservative. I have a major disagreement with the basement Rambo conservative callers of WABC station. Ukraine is and was a post-war created country hyped and promoted by Lenin and Khrushchev. Previous for centuries, this area belonged to the Russian Empire. Putin might be a bad player, but we've got to stay the heck out of there unless we are willing to sacrifice our children's blood for this conflict. The basement WABC radio (laughs) Rambos would not get off their butts to protest, let let alone sacrifice their own blood for this conflict. Okay, so so what's the answer, Norman, before I move on? What's the answer? the answer? The answer is, this is a Russian internal matter. Uh, We could try... We could try um, sanctions, um, but until until they threaten Poland, it's a Russian internal matter. And meanwhile, what's going on with our southern border? Hmm. I mean, to me, that's a major problem. Okay, well, major well, well I, I, I agree with you that the southern border is a major problem, but I disagree with you. I feel that Ukraine is uh, is very much so. A major problem. Let's go to Los Angeles, California. Let's say good morning to David. Good morning, David. On this uh, morning where we have breaking news, uh, Ukraine under attack by Russia, sirens going off, uh, martial law declared. What do you say? Here's what Biden's going to say tomorrow. Well, gee, as long as Putin doesn't attack any of our NATO allies, uh, we're not going to do anything. Putin knew what the sanctions were going to be, and he still went in. China is going to come to Russia's aid by lending the money and uh, being a surrogate for the oil, kind of like money laundering and oil laundering. And uh, American military really can't do much because it's just a woke, weak joke. And so, hey, but at least we got a brown skinned woman for VP, which is what everybody wanted. And for that guy, Ted, to say that Trump is in Putin's back pocket. Other way around, clown. Don't you see what just happened? Obviously, Biden's in Putin's pocket, which is allowing this to happen. Sorry, America. We lost. Thank you, wokeism. David. Thank you. Thank you for the uh, call. Obviously, uh, you you are very uh, energized. <laughs> Maybe that's the word I'm looking for uh, as it relates to this uh, as it relates to this issue. Again, folks, uh, if you are just joining us here on Talk Radio 77 WABC, the capital of Ukraine under attack, several cities in Ukraine under attack, sirens going off, bombs uh, being heard. A very, very serious situation. Russia has attacked. Putin has attacked. We are taking your telephone calls. This is going on right now, this very second. Let's go to Rocco in the Bronx. Good morning, Rocco. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. First-time caller, long-time listener. 
you have to understand the timing of this. Um, uh, Putin waited for the Olympics to be over. He obviously negotiated with China some type of a deal, of course, economic deal, uh, at least. And China will be ne next to take Taiwan. So U.S. will not get involved. They should not get involved. And um, he, uh, Putin picked uh, a weak leader in Biden, and he already, uh, he's playing chess, and he's really outsmarted himself. That's where we stand. You well, also will not get involved. It, it's it's um you know you know rocco i'm i'm trying to uh thank you for the call by the way i'm trying to choose my words carefully i really am given uh that this is a a, a live situation as we speak with ukraine and russia but in my opinion there's no denying that throughout the world president biden has been seen portrayed as weak there's no getting around that. And it was just the opposite with Trump. That his philosophy of America first, an attitude, President Trump almost had an attitude of, I dare you. And it seemed to work. It, it seemed to work. Let's go to Pamela. Pamela is calling from Central Jersey. Good morning, Pamela. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. I agree with David. Uh, Trump is not in the pocket of Putin. They are alpha males. And maybe it takes a, a woman who's been around alpha males, and it, that may sound sexist to the woke community, but too bad. You need to understand an alpha male and how they work, and that's what Trump did. And they understood each other, and Trump kept us safe. And we are in no position to do a Rambo movement over there right now. There are other ways that people do things, other ways countries do things through cyber attacks and everything. And, uh, you know, those of us who have lived through uh, the memory, uh, close memory of the Cuban Missile Crisis, you know, uh, <laughs> You know, you, you don't fool around with uh, somebody who's walking down the street and looking violent. You don't look them in the eye and say, yeah, I dare you. I dare you. That would be very stupid. And you would think, you know, most people should be streetwise in this area. I mean, you know, and Trump did a fantastic job and stop stop this with trying to make him look like he's in their pocket. It's the other way around. So, Pamela, how does this all play out? Uh, well, uh, until we get new leadership, uh, very frightening. New leadership, strong leadership can settle this whole thing now. Well, I, I thank you. Uh, I thank you for the call. It, it's going to be very interesting to see what President Biden has to say in a couple of uh, hours as he addresses the country. And he's meeting uh, tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, a few hours from now with G7 leaders, and uh, they are going to impose severe sanctions on Russia. And we are monitoring this situation literally here at WABC by the minute. And martial law has been declared, and Ukraine is under attack. The capital city is under attack. Several cities in Ukraine are under attack 
Let's take a uh, telephone call from Australia. Let's go to Benjamin. Good morning, Benjamin. And how do you see this all playing out? Well, I the way I see it playing out is Biden um, is not going to use any force. Um, he's going to go to the G7 and get them to cancel the swift um, access that Russia has. So Russia will just depend on its relationship with China and its cash reserves. And then the EU um, is going to say to Russia, well, we're not going to buy your oil or whatever. And then so oil prices in the EU are going to go up like crazy. And that's a quarter of the world's economy. So it means oil prices everywhere are going to go up. Russia, Putin is desperately trying to get away with this without being challenged because he thinks everyone's going to be scared of him. So he's taking a risk. He Probably his strategy is maybe go in as far as Moldova, the eastern portion of Moldova is, um, he's already given them all Russian passports. It's a little country there, uh, Transvestia or something, I don't know, it's a region. He, he, he's looking now like he wants to take over all of Ukraine, all the way up to Poland. Benjamin. If he goes into Poland, that's NATO. That's okay, hey war. Benjamin, can, let me ask you this question. So, uh, here in America, this is uh, big news this morning. It's uh, 12.36 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in New York. It's big news uh, throughout the entire U.S. How is this playing in Australia? Well, I've got COVID right now. It's 4.30 p.m., and I think it's terribly serious. Um it's very serious. No one in the Western side is going to want to put boots on the ground. I know the Americans have armed the Ukrainians to the teeth, um, but they won't be able to withstand um, a Russian invasion. So unless they stand up and fight on the streets, like all the Arabs in Iraq, you know, and they just uh, have a rebellion, and America can arm them all day long with machine guns, um, then they're just going to fold. They're going to fold, and they're just going to go over to Russia and because they won't fight for themselves. Well, Benjamin, I, I thank you for the call all the way from down under in Australia. And uh, best of wishes uh, with your health situation. I think I heard you say that you're dealing with uh, COVID right now, so we hope you feel better. Uh, let's go. We're going to take Elena in Teaneck, and then we're going to go to Gina in Brooklyn. Let's start with Elena. Good morning, Elena. And Good morning, again, Dominic. Uh, Ukraine has been attacked by Russia. This is an ongoing live situation as we speak. The capital city under attack, several cities under attack in Ukraine. Go right ahead, Elena. Dominic, good morning. Dominic, I am not surprised at these events. I think these events have been precipitated for a while. But let me share my thoughts. The United States has had a subliminal love affair with Russia ever since the Tsarist days. So when one of your callers mentioned that Ukraine was an invention of Lenin and Stalin, I don't think so. It's, it's got a history of thousands of years. And when Kiev, uh, the uh, kingdom of Kiev, existed, Russia was nothing. It was just tribal regions in the north. So um, there, there's a little history update. But I do want to share this very important thought, and that is that Mr. Biden with his pen and with his hand, has really given 
or allowed Putin to put sanctions on America. Mr. Biden closed our pipelines for oil and made us energy dependent. That was Putin's sanctions. Unfortunately, uh, now it doesn't matter what we do to Putin. It's too late. Putin did his thing and he's going to do it. He's going to massacre people, his own people. He doesn't care about his own people, but he's going to massacre Ukraine. It, it sounds like you're describing, uh, I don't want to use the word game, but it sounds like you're describing chess and you're declaring uh, Putin has uh, has uh, performed a lot better than the American president, President Joe Biden. We've given him our men, our chest pawns. We signed papers and had our progressive policies help him out. We lost the game. He wins. Elena, I I thank you for the call calling this morning from uh, Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, This, as Ukraine is under attack, Russia has attacked. Live right now, folks, ongoing situation in Ukraine, explosions heard in at least three different cities in Ukraine. Gina in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. I missed you last night. Glad you're back. Well, thank you. Thank you. I just want to say that I really don't like it when people call and yell at you and read uh, because they're so ineffective when they speak. If they're frustrated, they shouldn't take their frustrations out on the radio host. I can't stand it. And I just wanted to say that. Well, Gina, let, let me. I've been doing this a long time. And once once folks start yelling, I, I have a way of dealing with them. It's, it's an internal uh, mechanism. Because once you start yelling, I basically don't hear a word of what you're saying. But go ahead, Gina. And the other thing I wanted to say is that, you know, people, it's human nature. They have a very hard time admitting that they made mistakes. So I hope all the voters, when they go to the, you know, the voting booths in November, really think two and three times this time around. Well, that's that's very, very good advice, no matter who you're voting for. Votes yeah, and, and ballots, it counts, folks, who you put in office, yeah. no matter what office it's for. But Thanks, Well, hey, hey, Gina, thank you very much. Um, thank you. Thank you for the uh, call. And uh, last night I had to get a sleep apnea test. And so that's why I wasn't here. And thank you to the great Frank Morano uh, who stepped in for me. Frank is a wonderful guy. I've known Frank many, many years. And what you see is what you get. He's the real deal, folks. A very, very good person. Thank you to Frank Morano. But again, we have breaking news. And I strongly suggest that you stay with Frank uh, throughout the night because Frank is going to have the very latest. Uh, Ukraine is under attack. Putin has decided to attack president biden uh, has condemned his actions and biden is set to speak to the american people uh uh in a few hours uh later today on thursday right now let's go back to the telephone calls lisa in manhattan good morning lisa what's on your mind yes hi dear um uh we felt i felt very my family and i felt very safe 
with Trump and his foreign policy. And no, we're not standing behind uh, Joe Biden. Your earlier caller said with this, what's going on. No, he gets the same treatment, criticized. Every minute that Trump was in office for four years was criticized with everything, domestic and foreign policy. So we don't stand with Joe Biden. He's an idiot, Alzheimer's, two brain aneurysms, and he's an appeaser. We're not standing with him. And remember, he's compromised Hunter Biden and Joe Biden millions and millions of dollars from Ukraine, Russia, China, and it's going to go on and on with this. But, no, we don't stand with him. Okay. Hey, Lisa, your your phone line is breaking up. But but I did hear uh, how adamant you are in terms of your support of President Trump and um, your opposition to Biden. I agree with you that I felt safe. And and folks, you know, those of you that say you want me to criticize Trump, when I see when something goes on that I see that that he did wrong and it's in front of me, I will I will call it out. So for example, January 6th, what he did was not criminal, but and I mean by the sheer definition of the law it was not wise what the president engaged in. But, 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 I did feel safe as an American with Trump as president. I felt that world leaders knew you mess with him at your own peril. And I don't think world leaders feel that way today dealing with the tag team of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Breaking news, WABC. And uh, the regular show that we had programmed for tonight, we had to cancel that with the breaking news out of uh, Ukraine. Russia has attacked and... um, Uh, Ukraine officials say that uh, they have seen some missile attacks. Martial law has been uh, in response to the Russia attack. President Biden is condemning Russia. President Vladimir Putin. Putin went on television uh, hours before the attack, or or I should say right about the same time that the attack started. And so... uh, it, it is uh, a situation where a bit later on today, President Biden will address the American people and announce severe uh, Russia sanctions. Right now, we are taking your telephone calls. And, of course, we are on this live all night long, leading up into the morning show here at Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will be with you until 1 a.m. Frank Morano officially takes over at 1.00. Frank will be live the entire night giving you updates as we receive them. As I have been reporting, the capital city in Ukraine uh, has been under attack uh, by Russia. And we are talking to you folks as it relates to how did this situation come about? What is it that you feel that America can do at this point? At this point. Let's go to uh, Michael. Michael in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? 
Well, I'm going to surprise you, uh, Dominic. Uh, what Putin has done was done to prevent nuclear war. And why he had to do it has to do with the rise of neo-Nazis in Ukraine, in Europe, and in the United States. These people will not reason. Now, there's an underlying problem here. And when you go back to the Putin interviews uh, that uh, Oliver Stone did, and you read the foreword that was written by that wonderful journalist, Robert Shear, it's just four pages long. It summarizes the situation so beautifully, you can't miss what's happening now. Here's what's happening now. And General uh, uh, Vallely, uh, who was on with uh, Rita, actually underscored it in his conversation with her. Here's what Trump could have done during his four years in office. He could have introduced legislation that would have said that uh, the United States will pull out of NATO if Ukraine joins NATO. That would have kept Putin out of Ukraine. But Trump didn't do it. He had 3.66 times uh, the number of days in office that Biden has had so far. So Trump is the man who's at fault for what's okay. happening I, now. I, I, I hear you, Michael, and I uh, thank you for the call. And I gave you your say, but <laughs> the last time I checked, folks, Donald Trump is no longer the president of the United States. And so to blame him doesn't make much sense. When you are the president, what occurs on your watch is your responsibility. The president of the United States is Joe Biden. And for whatever reason, he could not get Putin to stand down either financially or, or, or through threats of sanctions. And now we find it in a situation. We're in a situation where as we speak, explosions have been heard in at least three cities in Ukraine. Let's go to uh, Dominic up in Toronto, Canada. Good morning, Dominic. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Thank um, you. Go right ahead. That last caller, honestly, I think he's talking out of his backside. But anyhow, um, I, I saw this happening since 1994 when Ukraine gave up its nuclear warheads. And I said, something's going to happen. I don't know when. But it will happen, but, and now it's happened. But that was in exchange, giving up those uh, nuclear uh, weapons in exchange That's, for protection from the world community. Right, but I knew I, I knew the world community was going to back off. Um, but you can't really trust the West. I mean, I hate to say it. You know, like, it's like... I mean, they they tried to do the right thing, but they shouldn't have... They should have did it. They had the, all the cards, and they just... They folded. I, I honestly, when you negotiate, you negotiate from from power, not from weakness. And this is what's happened now. It's unfortunate, but 
I have a feeling the West is going to have to get involved. Hey, hey Dominic, I'm, I'm glad that you said that. I, I want you to be honest with me here. Because I feel that Trump negotiated from a position of strength. What do you say? Oh, yes. Uh, strength is, is everything. I mean, um, Mr. KGB there, he, all he understands is brute force. And that's what bullies understand. I like. I grew up in the streets in Toronto, and you can't be nice with bullies. Bullies have to get it in the face. You know, it's. I'm sure New York is the same. <laughs> well, Dominic, honestly, in Toronto, thank you. It is what it is. I do need to move on because we have a lot of folks uh, that are trying to get through. And if you are just joining us, um, it has happened, and that is Ukraine is under attack by uh, Russia, the invasion. Russia has begun its invasion, and uh, explosions have been uh, heard across Ukraine after uh, Vladimir Putin declares war and announcing what he called was a special military operation. Let's go to, to Al in Westchester. And coming up in just one second will be Frank Morano. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. It's a privilege and a pleasure to speak to you. You're the man. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. Go right ahead, Al. Uh, number one, Trump pulled out of G7. That was the, that was the fatal blow that made Putin do what he did today. And that's my comment. Okay. Well, you know what? I I thank you for the for the uh, for the call, Al. I I will discuss this right now with Frank Morano because I'm short on time, and Frank is coming up. And and uh, Al just said that Trump pulling out of G7 uh, set the stage for what occurred today. I don't know if I would go that far by any means, Frank. What do you say? Uh, well, look, uh, when you're uh, talking about a complicated foreign policy situation, uh, which this uh, certainly is, I, look, I, I don't know which G7 pullout um, that, of Trump that they're talking about. I think what's more likely is President Obama's uh, expelling of, well, at his urging, expelling Russia from the G8 led to increased tensions between the United States and Russia. And you know, I think the part of the reason that you didn't see Putin doing anything like this, which is this is certainly an overt act of aggression, it has less to do with what a lot of the people have been saying that he was afraid of Russia. Oh, excuse me, that uh, Putin was afraid of Trump. I think it's more a reflection of that Putin believed that Trump was sincere in his stated desire to have better relations with Russia. Whereas what did President Biden do uh, since 2014 and in the campaign and when he was elected? He has had a pretty consistent history of publicly calling Vladimir Putin a bully and a thug. Now, that's not the way to handle diplomacy. So, I mean, uh, Biden has made clear, and I don't want to politicize this because there's 30 years worth of foreign policy mistakes on both sides that have led to this moment. All three sides, if you include the Ukrainians. But if you look at how Biden has publicly lambasted Putin to the rest of the world, I mean, clearly that's had a role in the worsening of U.S.-Russian relations. So uh, I'm hoping for the best here. I, I am surprised that um, 
Putin has been so aggressive. I thought he was going to, at least for the time being, stop at the Donbass region. But um, it remains to be seen where where we go from here. I think the most important thing for the United States at this point, and I'm going to expand upon this in, in the next four hours, is to avoid a direct conflict with Russia. Uh, not only a military conflict, but I really fail to see the value in a lot of these sanctions that President Biden has instituted. And if Russia comes back with cyber warfare that targets our Internet, targets our ability to use things like credit cards, our electronic infrastructure, it could have a crippling effect on the American economy. So I think the important thing here is not to uh, not for the U.S. to say to the world, OK, Putin is uh, invading his neighbor. I want to repeat, Ukraine is not a NATO ally. We have no treaty obligation to defend them whatsoever. Uh, the important thing for American diplomats should be to keep talking with Russia and try to find an off-ramp on this here that allows Putin and the Americans to save face publicly. Here's the great news. Frank Morano will be here live. And this was the great idea of John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis, in which we are live. We are live uh, from from uh, from overnight into the early morning and then live in the morning. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the very latest information. I'm short on time. I want you to tell me what you have coming up. Obviously, you're going to be discussing this. Situation. We're going to be all over this. And we've covered this show, this topic, the Russia-Ukraine situation, I think more than any show in the country over the last year and a half. Uh, so we're going to continue to bring you updates on this. I'm going to be joined by Victor Glover, who, you know, we are commemorating Black History Month today at the radio station. Victor Glover is a real pioneer. He's an astronaut. He's a commander in the U.S. Navy. He has lived on the International Space Station, and he's done a lot of things uh, that have been a first for a black astronaut. He's going to join me. Bob Wolf, now that that schools are open and students may even be able to take their masks off, he says uh, that there are a whole bunch of skills that students are not learning these days. Uh, My friend Harry Hurley, who was filling in for Brian Kilmeade on the radio here uh, on our station yesterday, he's going to join me. We're going to talk about the Russia situation, and he's going to give us our weekly AC report as well. So a lot to get to. Lots coming up, and we have uh, just one minute left. Select the the caller. And, and caller, we only have about 30 seconds left here. Uh, How about Tom in the Jersey Shore? Tom, go right ahead. Dominic, thank you. Dominic, thank you very much. I'll jump in real quick. I had more to say, but what nobody is saying, this goes back a lot of years. It goes 2004 when the Baltic states, for whatever reason, were admitted to NATO. And and the Ukraine has a pending application to join NATO. Now, Putin saw uh, our wonderful Millie and Austin, uh, how they acted in Afghanistan, must have been licking his chops. But I want to know what President Zelensky is going to do for the Ukraine to save his country. And well, I think all hey, he's got to do is withdraw. Hey, Tom, I, I, ha- I have to step in because I'm out of time. Uh, you can call back during Frank's show or you can reach out to me again tomorrow. Breaking news, folks, folks that is, and Frank Morano will have the very latest on it. Ukraine is under attack by Russia. Have a great morning. Keep it right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC.